sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk everything from the daily news dump including yesterday's nfl draft to games to keep an eye on today whether it be due to pitchers not being announced or uh, players being hurt uh, injury status of those yet to be determined We also talk about the big games of the day as well as our parlay of the day. So as we wade through the waters today, feel free to comment, whether it be on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, and we will get to your questions as we go. But with that being said, uh, let's get into today's episode by starting with our player shout-out of the day. That player shout-out goes to Christian Kirk and the Jacksonville Jaguars because whether people realize it or not, They have a significant impact on what happened last night in NFL's draft. Christian Kirk got paid four years, $72 million, $18 million a year for a subpar wide receiver. And Jacksonville gave him that contract. And what has that done? It has set the wide receiver market on fire this offseason. And teams have had to make tough decisions because of it. So shout out to you, Christian Kirk, because... There were some players that were dealt last night, and I think it has to do with the fact they were due money, and they were due a lot of money in turn thanks to your contract. So shout out to you for getting paid. Let's see if you can live up to it this season, but you definitely affected the wide receiver market more than you might think. So let's get into today's episode. This episode is sponsored by Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use my daily bets on here as well. And let's go and make some money. Always bet responsibly. And when you're here in Canada, only bet if you are 18 plus. So let's talk about last night's bets. I starting with those NFL draft props. We talked about three of them yesterday morning. We posted another three last night. Clean sweep six and oh, as far as those bets go. We had Trayvon Walker going one with Hutchinson going two. That parlay of plus 116. You can cash that one. Quarterbacks taken under two and a half is was plus 160. You can cash that one. Kenny Pickett was the only quarterback drafted last night. Kenny Pickett, first quarterback, plus 100. You can cash that one as well. And then when we're talking about the other ones, uh, under four and a half corners, cash that, four were taken. Uh, Stingley is the first corner. He went at three before Gardner went at four. That was plus 100. Take it to the bank. Under six and a half wide receivers. This one was in serious doubt when six wide receivers were taken in like the first 20 picks. None the rest of the way. The under hits at minus 106. 
So you can cash that one as well. And then a, a player parlay of Stingley under seven and a half. He went third. Hutchinson over one and a half. He went second. That was another plus 110. Cash that one as well. Now, when we're talking about the competitive hedge lay from yesterday, Buffalo, Boston over six and a half. That one misses just barely at five nothing. Unfortunately, Tokarski was not as advertised as we said, but Allmark played a great game and the Sabres were not able to get past him. So five nothing, tough loss, but still uh, very close. Sixers money line versus Toronto. That one he easily could have taken the spread even on that one but we took the minus 120. That one hits. And then Phoenix and New Orleans over 214. That one hits as well as that one finished 115 to 109. But what we did have yesterday was another hedge lay that cashed. Eric, shout out to you for the Suns minus two. Take it to the bank. Pat had Cubs under seven and a half hits. This one was never in doubt. Only three hits for the Cubs. That one hits easily. And then Rob, the MVP of the hedge lay, he's at 5-0. and He had Cardinals run line versus the D-backs. They won 8-3. Cash, the biggest parlay hit of the hedge lay at plus 656. So I hope you guys were tailing. And let's now get into our daily news dump. Starting with the Utah Jazz are heading home for good. Because the Dallas Mavericks won 98 to 96. Dallas barely covers the minus one. Uh, great performance by Luka, 24, 9, and 8. Jalen Brunson with 24, 3, and 2. Once again, just adding zeros onto that contract he's going to get this summer. Dorian Finney Smith with 18, 10, and 5 as well. He's living up to that extension he got this season. Dallas moves on. Donovan Mitchell, 23, 9, and 8. Uh, Rudy Gobert with 10 and 12. Bogdanovich poured in 19 as well. Going to be an interesting summer for this Utah Jazz team. A lot was made of the dysfunction between whether it's the coach and players, whether it's Gobert and Mitchell not being able to coexist. We have a very interesting summer coming up for this Utah Jazz team. Does Rudy or Mitchell get dealt, or are we going to see both of them back here in Utah? I would put my money on one of them leaving, likely Gobert. So Dallas moves on. They'll be taking on the Phoenix Suns because our second one is the Phoenix Suns won last night in game six, clinching the series four to two, uh, 115 to 109. The over cashes, the Suns money line cashes, as well as the spread. So Chris Paul with 33, eight and five. What a great performance by the veteran. We had DeAndre Ayton with 22, seven and four. He continues to play well. Mikhail Bridges with 18, three and two. We knew that those three needed to step up because Devin Booker was back in the lineup. He's still not 100%, but he got some, some minutes underneath his belt. He had 13 and 5, struggled in his return. And we're talking about the Pelicans. Shout out to them for uh, getting into this uh, 8 versus 1 series, uh, giving the Suns a real run. Brandon Ingram with 21, 11, and 5. CJ with 16 and 3. One of the steals of the draft this past year, Herb Jones with 16, 4, and 4, played some great defense. He had Nance with 15 and Valanchunas with 10 and 8. They did all of that despite no Zion Williamson this year. Will he stay? Will he want out? He should want to stay after this performance. A Zion, Ingram, and CJ trio looks very nice moving forward for 
this team, but let's see what Zion's camp decides. The third one, the Philadelphia 76ers dismantled the Toronto Raptors 132 to 97. I tweeted out that I'd put my mortgage on the Sixers. Uh, was kidding at the time. Uh, apparently I should have, it, it would have paid very well. Uh, but the Sixers spread covers the overhits in this game as well. Uh, Embiid with 33 and 10. Uh, that means our player prop of under 27 and a half doesn't cash. He proved yesterday that he can play with that finger issue that he has. Tyrese Maxey with 25 and eight Harden with a 22, 15 and six performance. If he continues to do that this postseason, Philly has a shot in the East and Tobias Harris with 19 and 11. When we're talking on the Raptors side, Chris Boucher with one of his best performances of the the season with 25 points, 10 rebounds. Siakam with 24, 7 and 7. You had Gary Trent with 19 and Scotty Barnes with 18 and 7. We wondered if Fred Van Bleet would go yesterday. Unfortunately, he did not. The Raptors' first time All-Star misses out on that crucial game six. But still a great year for Toronto. I had them preseason ranked as the 13th team in the East. They proved me wrong. They finished fifth. They gave Philadelphia a run. Let's see them run it back with this group. Scotty Barnes in year two. Let's see if he takes the next step. And that could be a very tough team moving forward. Then our fourth one has to be West Ham and Frankfurt, as well as Leipzig and Rangers. These were the Europa League semifinals. Frankfurt wins two to one. Uh, They scored in the first minute. West Ham evens it up before the half. And then second half, Kamada scores. Unfortunately, West Ham was at home, so they will now have to win outright, and they will have to win fairly comfortably when they head to Germany for that matchup. On the other side, RB Leipzig, they were heavy favorites. They delivered with a one to nothing win. That doesn't rule Rangers out of this tie, though. They head home to Scotland for the second leg. Uh, it took Leipzig till the 85th minute to score, too, so they played them very tight. Let's see if Rangers can win at home and send themselves further on in the Europa League. And then lastly, we got to talk about that NFL draft. As we said, Trayvon Walker goes first overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had Aiden Hutchinson that went second. Some other notable picks from that draft. Kenny Pickett goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That'll be a fun quarterback room with him, Mason Rudolph, as well as Mitch Trubisky. So we'll see who wins the starting job there. He had the Jets. They made out like bandits in this draft. They had a corner, a wide receiver, and an edge all in the first round. They got an edge that was ranked ninth on some boards, and they got them late in the first round. So great draft for those New York Jets. And then my Dallas Cowboys, we got the Dak jersey. There we go. Dak jersey right behind us. They drafted a no-tackle Tyler Smith. Won't be the sexiest pick out of Tulsa, but they definitely addressed a need that they had. But as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Christian Kirk set the market. And because of that, we saw a couple of high-profile wide receivers get drafted. I guess you could call Hollywood Brown high-profile. But he heads to the Arizona Cardinals. That is a loaded wide receiver room with Kirk leaving. They still have DeAndre Hopkins. They've got Rondale Moore. They've got A.J. Green. And now they have Hollywood Brown. That is a lot of weapons for Kyler Murray moving forward. Let's see how Hollywood Brown fits into that offense. He's more of a deep threat. We'll see if Kyler airs it out a few times to him this year. But the big trade of the draft has to be the A.J. Brown trade. A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans gets traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Not only does he get traded, but then he gets 
re-upped with a four-year, $100 million contract. I think it's a terrible contract for a guy with knee issues and just an overall injury history. When he's on the field, he is very talented. He is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Will he stay on the field? If he doesn't, the Eagles are not going to be happy with that $100 million they just threw his way. And that's, as I said, why the Christian Kirk contract matters, because now we see these $100 million deals. Tyree Kill got paid earlier in the offseason with four years, 120. Oh, that's a lot of money to be paying to a skill position that you could potentially find in the draft, not just yesterday, but today as well, as we see rounds two through four, I believe, or second and third today. So let's head over and talk about the game lines to monitor Uh, Red Sox and Orioles in the major leagues that's one to keep an eye on uh rich hill is projected to go for the red Sox. they just announced a starter it was kyle bradish uh not really sold on him i want to see what it does to the line um boston's minus 140 right now on the road we know the orioles aren't a great team might be worth betting before the odd changes happen uh, unless of course you're on the orioles then let it balloon so that way you can get a better line but that's one just to monitor right now as far as the major leagues go. NBA-wise, you just got to keep an eye on that Memphis-Minnesota line. Just see if, how it trends today. See where people are putting the money. I'm sure a lot of people are on Minnesota at home. A lot of people will also like Memphis to close it out. So Stephen Adams has got COVID. He wasn't playing much anyways, so that won't have a major impact on this game. And just monitor where the line moves, bet it accordingly, however you like, and bet responsibly when you do so. Now, let's talk big games on the slate. MLB, you got the Phillies. They're taking on the Mets. The Phillies, they are third in the NL East. They're 10 and 10, but they've got Aaron Nola going today. And then you've got the Mets. They are 14 and 6 on the year. They're first in the NL East, and Tyler McGill is on the mound for them. This is is two teams that love to score. You've got Phillies at 4.8 runs a game. You've got the Mets at 4.7, two of the better offenses in the majors. The big difference maker in this matchup could be the Mets. They only give up 3.1 runs per game. Tyler McGill is at a great season to start. They both have a lot of hits. They average over eight per game. So let's see how this one plays out. Either way, big game for both teams. Uh, in that NL East race, the Phillies could close the gap to just three games with a victory, or we see the Mets extend to a five-game lead. And then you got to talk about the biggest game of the night. It's the NBA playoffs. Unfortunately, we're at that lull in the NHL season where all the teams have clinched, but we've just got to play out these last couple games. So you'll notice we won't have much NHL over the next couple days. There's no point in betting on lines when you don't know who, what teams are sitting players or what backups are playing, uh, how hard they're really going because they're looking to either get ready for the postseason or they're shutting guys down, uh, not risking injuries. So we won't be having any NHL plays. That's why NBA, you got to tune in tonight to that Minnesota Timberwolves and Memphis Grizzlies game. This has been a back and forth series. Minnesota seems to have a big lead in all these games. It's just whether or not they blow the lead or not. Uh, Fast-paced teams, you've got the first uh, pace team taken on the third. Which Carl Anthony Towns are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that played great in the last couple games, or are we going to get the one that played very poorly in game three? Which Jaron Jackson Jr. are we going to get? 
Is he actually going to show up this series, be that second option like people keep saying he is for this team? Or will Jaw and Desmond Bain be the one-two punch that does the heavy lifting in this series? I tend to favor the latter, which is why the player prop line of the day is Desmond Bain over 21 and a half points. He's delivered in this series. He's hit the over in the past couple games. It's minus 115. Keep in mind, most of the regular season, they had him around 16 and a half or 17 and a half. He's up to 21 and a half. Just shows how much he has elevated his play on this postseason run. So Desmond Bain over 21 and a half at minus 114. So with that, we are at the conclusion of our show by talking about the competitive lay of the day. And then we'll get into the alt play if rain delay or no play. This one matters today, given we've got two MLB games on our slate. But let's get started with our first one, which is Memphis Grizzlies and Minnesota Timberwolves over 228 and a half at minus 113. Game three, last time they were here, they went for 237. It's a do or die game. I think Minnesota comes out. They're going to score at least 110 points in this game. Memphis then just has to win outright. Uh, I think they are going to win outright. Um, it was 220 in the last game, so they just missed the over there. Uh, tons of energy. It's going to be an emotional night for both teams. I just like the over here for two fast-paced teams. Second one we've got is LA Dodgers, minus one and a half. They are taking on the Detroit Tigers. This one's minus 110. Uh, there's no value in just the straight-up money line. It's a minus 230. If you're doing a teaser parlay, maybe toss that one in there. But I really do like this minus one and a half. It's the Battle of the Alexanders. How, this is a massive game, right? You got Tyler Anderson uh, and Tyler Alexander. Um, I mean, Tigers, they've got Tyler Alexander, who's a 7.2 ERA. He's 0-2 on the year with just 10 innings pitched. On the other side, you've got Tyler Anderson. He's a sneaky play. He's someone that I picked up today in fantasy. So if you're in fantasy baseball looking for a streamer, I think he's the play today. 1-0, 12 innings pitched, 2.84 ERA as well. Dodgers at home, they love to pour in a ton of runs. This is a loaded lineup for this Dodgers team. Uh, so I like them to win comfortably in this game. So go with the Dodgers run line. Then we've got the final one is the LA Angels and the Chicago White Sox over six and a half. Over seven was even money, but over six and a half, you get that half run. So if you do hit the seven, it's not a push. It's just an outright win. That's minus 130. You might think I'm crazy. Well, you got Syndergaard going for the Angels. You've got Giolito going for the White Sox. I think it's going to be relatively low scoring by the time both these guys get off the mound. Maybe a three to one, three to two type scenario. But I do think that I'm not impressed by either of these bullpens so far. I think there's some runs to be had from inning six till nine. Uh, I could even see it being three, three going to extras. And then obviously, you know, you're going to cash the bet, but these two are good. I think they give you five to six innings after that. I think there's some runs to be had. I like the over six and a half here at minus one thirty. The odds on these three plays are plus five thirty six. So definitely tail this parlay today. If you're looking for the rain delay play, we're not going to do a juiced line today just because with there being two MLB games, you may need this one for your parlay if one of them doesn't go. So the game that we're rolling with today is Ray's money line versus the Twins. 
Uh, the Rays are minus 135. People might think that's crazy because you got Dylan Bundy going and he's 3-0 and and he's p- pitched great so far, but I don't believe that he's going to keep that up. I think today the Rays get to him. Uh, Kluber going, he's going to pitch solid for them. I like the money line here today, uh, so definitely roll with that one. When we're talking about yesterday's alt-line play, um, unfortunately, it came to an end because we did roll with the Capitals' money line. They lost 5-1 to one to the Islanders. So that ends the four-day streak of that alt-lay play, but still roll with this parlay today. Also, monitor our social media accounts later today. That's where we post our hedge fans lay of the day. We usually post it early afternoon, so keep an eye out for that one. Rob 5-0, and oh, he, let's see if he wants another one today to ride the hot streak. But we've had a lay hit in three of the last four days. What more could you ask for as a sports better than hitting on parlays consistently? So tail the plays, bet responsibly. Thank you to everyone that tuned into the live show. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning at 9 or 9 a.m. our time, 11 a.m. Eastern time for the Competitive Hedge Podcast. We go a little bit more in-depth on the weekends. No time constraints there. So we'll have a special guest on tomorrow talking about maybe some more NFL draft, maybe dig more into some of these series coming up in the NBA. But thank you to everyone that tuned in, and we will see you tomorrow morning.